When was the last time you truly yearned and ached for something? When with all of your heart you couldn't stop but desire something, whether that be a relationship, a job, something in the world, you just yearned and it hurt so much, your desire for that. This is a very basic human experience. To desire with all of our hearts, but to live in the reality of not knowing whether we will achieve or receive or, or get the thing that we desire, that we ache for, that we yearn for. We also live in a time, though, where cheap substitutes fulfill, we think, the desires of our hearts. We desire, we crave to be known, to be cherished, and oftentimes we substitute that with something cheap and easy. We want people, we want to be entertained, we want, we want to be acknowledged, and so we go to our phone, or we go to our TV, or we go to our favorite show. There are every other, of other things that we can do. We desire to feel good, so we turn to alcohol, or we turn to toxic relationships that we think fulfills our desires. It, it, for the moment, it kind of pacifies the turbulence in our hearts. But then the next day or a few days later, we come to realize that we still ache. We still desire. We still want something greater, something more meaningful in this relationship, in life, whatever. It's so powerful and so beautiful today that when we see in the gospel, Jesus comes to those who ache. Those who yearn, those who desire, those who are unsettled. And we can see ourselves in Cleopas and his companion walking along the way. Because it's so easy in our life to desire something with all of our heart and to miss the thing that is right in front of us. They yearn, they ache for Jesus to be with them, to truly be risen. And he is with them. And they miss it all together. We hear at the very end there, after the breaking of the bread, and they realize that it's Jesus, they say, weren't our hearts aching the whole time? Weren't we desiring this? Wasn't there something going on within us? And yet we missed it. And friends, we need to be attentive to these things in our lives. Because oftentimes God is giving us the grace that we need. He is right in front of us. He is calling us to a life of conversion. He is offering us what we need, and we miss it. Because we're afraid, or we live in the sadness and the suffering of the world, we turn off the hope. How easy is it for us in relationships to know this is not a healthy relationship. We are not making each other better people, but I'm more afraid of being alone or hurting someone else than actually responding to that desire in my heart. Or how often in our lives do we think, I need to be better, I need to change this. But it's so easy just to remain set in my ways. And this is exactly why God comes into the world. Because He knows our hearts. He knows that we will make mistakes. He knows that the things for which we ache for, even when they are right in front of us, we will miss. And so what does Jesus do? He draws closer and closer and closer. God comes into the world in Bethlehem, in the Incarnation. God teaches the revelation, the fullness of revelation while on earth, the teachings of Jesus. 
God suffers and dies and rises from the dead. And then what does he do? He comes back to us. But all of this leads to something powerful and something that you and I experience every time we come to Mass. Because what does Jesus do all of this for? The Eucharist. So that you and I can know Jesus in the breaking of the bread. So that you and I who desire to be the men and the women that God has made us to be, but recognize our sins, our brokenness. We desire to change the world, but recognize the crookedness, the wickedness in the world. When we come to Mass, God comes to us. He gives us Himself. Right now, here in this church in the United States, our bishops have asked us for a three-year period to be on a Eucharistic revival. And on Corpus Christi this year, it'll move into the parish phase, where each and every one of us are called in this parish, in the parishes where we go, to really ask ourselves, is the Eucharist the most important thing in my life? Because ultimately we believe that God is fully present Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. So ultimately, what do we believe? That all of the desires of our hearts are fulfilled in the bread and the wine that become the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Offered, given, broken for us. But how easy is it for us to have it right in front of us and to miss it? And I'll, I'll, start, I'll be the first one to say I'm the first among sinners. We believe that in a few minutes at the consecration, we will be present at Calvary. And as a priest, Calvary will be in my hands. Eternity will be right there. And guess what? Sometimes my mind is elsewhere. Sometimes I miss it. But Jesus keeps coming to us. He offers us himself so that we might be transformed and consumed into himself. What we desire, what we ache for, sometimes we ignore because it's so easy to do so in this life. But Jesus says, put them on this altar. Like Cleopas and his companion, talk about and bring me your broken hearts. Those things that you ache and yearn for in this world, I want them. And I want to give you what will fulfill you. Me, Jesus. He comes to us in humility, inviting us into mil- in humility to go to Him. To recognize that everything we need is right in front of us. And when we take that step, how powerful and beautiful it is. And friends, it's also especially important. This, I want to speak in a particular way if you're, if you're struggling right now in your faith. Cleopas and his companion were walking away. That was the level of their sorrow. They were walking away. And Jesus came to them. He always comes to us. He always draws us to himself. Here at the Eucharist. So that we 
like Cleopas and his companion, when finally the scales fall from our eyes and we come to know in a deeper and more profound way that all that we are searching for is right here, can go forth like them to share the good news. Because God has come to save and to fulfill the aches, the yearnings, and the deepest desires of each and every one of our hearts in particular through the Eucharist.